Hey, everybody. <laughs> okay, that's it. What would I start laughing right now? Okay. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of If It Isn't Love Podcast. I'm your host, Danisha. I'm your co-host, J.L. Whitson. And it's early. And it's Tuesday. But we are getting this episode out because we have... You know, I mean, if you listen to the podcast, you know, we ain't been consistent. We did take a vacation and then we just didn't get back on the train from vacation. But we are back and ready to go. It's June. Um, to <laughs> things. So if you follow our podcast, you already know our biggest news is that we got engaged. Dun, dun, dun. Y'all can't see. I'll do a close-up on our Instagram where you can see it. The precious. So that's the biggest news that we have. We're getting married. It's early. Come on now. Wake up. It's not that early. I mean. Where the coffee at? (laughs) Right. Drink your coffee. I have had my coffee a few hours ago. Um, Plus, I mean, if you guys don't know, we're not. I'm a morning person. He's a night owl. Um, but even when we do the podcast on Sundays, we get up early. Maybe we do it an hour later than we're doing it now. Mm-hmm. And Sundays is the one day, the one day of the week that I typically could sleep in if I slept in. And I still get up and get dressed and get ready to record. And I still have to go to work after this. So. Um, let's get, I know that most of the, the episode, we're going to be talking about the proposal. That's what we're talking about today and the engagement for those that weren't involved, but I kind of feel like everybody was involved. I mean, I tried to involve everybody I could, um, cause like, um, I didn't have access to everybody. Right. So, um, that's where I relied on like your friends and your sister for and stuff like that. But, um, it was... It was hard trying to get everybody together because, like, I'm like some of these people I don't even know. I'm like, yeah. uh, you're how long you know Nisha? <laughs> like, y'all y'all friends, right? Not <laughs> or, are you her friend for real? <clears throat> like, even people we went to Fisk with, like, you know, you could be cordial with them and stuff like that, but not their necessarily their close friend right. and everything like that. So, um, but that's part of the reason why, like, even with the Zoom thing and stuff like that, like, I try to make sure everybody was included um, or anybody who wanted to, um, who, like, expressed interest and stuff like that, that they were able to see it and stuff like that. Yeah. Technology is very helpful um, in the in in these instances. And I thought about that. We can talk later offline. I thought about that aspect for actual wedding Mm -hmm. because already we've been engaged for by the time this airs three weeks um to the day and one i feel like we've gotten quite a lot done from engagement to today because we didn't necessarily wait yeah i mean i'm not a waiter i mean i know what i want and and you know I get part the the idea of basking in the joy of the engagement and the proposal and thing like that. But I mean, shoot, three days after we got engaged, we had our first engagement party. Um, <laughs> we're supposed to have another one here. 
Drea said that we should do one here. She wants to. So anyway, it's the whole thing. So um, it's, it, it's, it's, it's still, we're still celebrating. So I'm still excited, still celebrating. I'm still, I stopped looking at my ring every 30 seconds and now it's like every two minutes. So <laughs> I just always am like, oh, I'm ashy, but <laughs> I just, I'm just like, if y'all could see, he did really good. It's a beautiful ring. And so everyone is very like, whoa, he did good. Somebody said yesterday when I went to dance class, he loved you. I was like, I would hope so. Uh, I don't think you should propose to people you don't love. Mm -mm. That's just how I look at stuff. Um, so <clears throat> we can talk about um, the proposal, how it happened. I can talk to about things from my vantage point things from your vantage point. So we had gone to Chicago to celebrate our anniversary, but also to spend time with our family and friends in Chicago because we hadn't seen them in a year and a half. Most people, we, you know, there are a few people that we had seen since then, but most people we hadn't seen in quite some time, including mm -hmm. our parents. Uh, he actually left the day before me. Um, so <laughs> the idea, so what I was told was his mom had won an award and there was a three-day celebration or something, like an event. There was something. And part of that was her award or whatever. Because um, originally we were supposed to go to Mexico. And I wanted to go to Mexico for our anniversary. We ended up waiting so late to really make final plans that it wasn't financially sound to go to Mexico, which is apparently was part of his plan. Because um, he wanted to be like, well, let's just go to Chicago for a day. And I was just like, I don't go to Chicago for a day. It doesn't make sense. Houston is closer to Mexico. So if you need to go for your mom's thing, go meet me either in Houston or in Mexico. Like mm. we can line the flights up. It just didn't make sense for me to go there for a day because I want to go to Mexico. Which I mean, I, Chicago was great. Totally worth it. I still want to go to Mexico. <laughs> so uh, we agreed to go to um, to go home, which ended up being good because, I mean, outside of the proposal, again, we hadn't seen our families in a really long time. So that was uh, really surprising. So I got mm -hmm. there on Wednesday, which was our actual anniversary. Mm -hmm. um, my best friends picked me up, Evie and Lauren picked me up from the airport. We had like grabbed sandwiches and then they dropped me off at the hotel right. where he was already at. So, you know, we could like celebrate, whatever, whatever. So we were just like hanging out that day and talking and, you know, whatever. I, I, I didn't know if you were like being weird or nervous or anything. Like I didn't see you being you because you were telling me how nervous you were um, that day. But I didn't. I mean, we didn't meet up right away because I got to the hotel. You were, you have been running errands and then I needed to go run errands. There was a few things that I forgot around. And so I like went to a few stores and Walgreens and stuff around mm -hmm. the hotel. And then you got there and we were like talking and we like took a walk before we got ready for dinner. But you were telling me like you were nervous and like weather and all that kind of stuff. But I didn't see you being nervous. Like I was quiet. Well, that part. I, I did now. I, okay. There was one thing and okay. It might be TMI for people, but the only reason I thought 
was weird is because it was our anniversary and I was like, oh, he's going to be very like handsy, gropey, like da-da-da-da-da, trying to do it. And you weren't. And so I was like, well, that's different. I was like, maybe he's just trying to like be sweet and whatever. No, I'm but, over here trying to keep my shit together. But I was like, that's why you weren't trying to do it because you were nervous. <laughs> <laughs> so like in hindsight, right? After mm. everything, that's when I was like, oh, well, that makes sense because he was, you know, worried about the weather. And mm, mm-hmm. so the big question that people ask me is like, did you know it was going to happen or did you expect it? Mm. I tell people, first thing, I always expect it. I said, you go to bend down and tie your shoe. I think maybe you're going to come up with a ring. Like, I always expect it. The other thing is you told me you had a plan. So I didn't think that it would never happen. I think, well, mainly because, like, I feel like a lot of people were ruining it for me. It was like everybody like, you should go ahead and put a ring. Like, I understand his jokes and everything like yeah. that. But I'm like, yo, like, chill out. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's a plan for this. Let that plan be. Well, plan A, B. I get you. Um, <laughs> and just just sit back and enjoy. Like, yeah. this isn't y'all. This is me and her. And it was like, I started getting irritated because I'm like, yo, like, in a minute, I'm going to just throw the ring at your head and just call it a day. Not why you, I'm like, why are you being irritated with them? And why are you taking that on me? They your friend. No. So this is, so the thing about it is I always, I always expect it, but in <clears> our <throat> conversations, I knew that there was a plan. Mm-hmm. Did I know that it was going to go the way that it went? No. So I kind of suspected that it would probably happen when we were in Chicago, but that's just because we were in Chicago and it made sense, like from a logic, like, oh, we're going to be around our people, our parents. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. I thought that if it were to happen, I thought that that's why the, what made barbecue. me think, I thought the barbecue Okay. I thought that that's what it was, especially when it's like, it's going to be a DD house, but it's not a DD house. And like, I was like, I think they're trying to throw me off. So that's me paying like detective. I was wrong. Hmm. Um, but that was like, if I had a thought, that would have been my thought. That was the point. Cool. Yes. Why I was fairly sure it would happen soon, even if it didn't happen at home, was because people had inconsistent stories. And when I say inconsistent stories, it's not that they were telling me what was happening, but they had inconsistent um, amounts of knowledge mm-hmm. that didn't make sense, right? You tell me there's a plan in place. Chill out. I know that. So I know that you are making plans. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, if I talk to Megan, who's just like, yeah, he got plan. Mind your business. But then I have Evie saying, oh, if he's going to make a plan, he better tell me. I don't know nothing. (laughs) So then uh, I'm not going to lie. When I told her, okay, first of all, I know there's a plan because he told me. And I said, you are too extreme. And there is no way he would make a plan and not tell my best friends. And if one best friend is saying, yes, there's a plan. And you're telling me you don't know anything about nothing. Then I know there's definitely a plan so she was just like you fucking bitch and I was just like (laughs) and it was hilarious because I'm just like you could have just said so I was like that was my only thing everybody needs to be on one accord on the 
the the there is no plan. I don't know what's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's happening. That would have never fly. That would have never gone with me. I, that would that was not gonna fly. But the yeah, there's a plan. Mind your business. Like if everybody had stuck with that, yeah, that would have been because that's what I would have done. I'm like, yeah, girl, you know, because you told me that there was a plan. So that was the thing. It was either had to be like, what are you talking? But because, like, but outside of a plan for a proposal, we talk about wanting to be married mm-hmm. and 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 our timeline and things like that. So when people are saying things that just have that don't line up with our conversation, that's when I knew that, oh, it's something that's happening soon because you're trying to pretend like nothing is happening, but that doesn't make sense. Or the people, what's better is people who said nothing, who I had zero idea that they had any knowledge of anything, mm-hmm. which is why like it <clears throat> being as big as it was, was so, people I talk to all the time. Like I talked to Brittany, my, Brittany Fleming and like paid people who cut, who flew to Chicago from other states for the proposal, who when I talk to them, we, t- we talk and we talk about marriage. They never, they never let on they knew anything. Mm, that's good. Yeah, cause they knew. And even Hannah who came, who legit was like, where you at? And where you going? And pretending like she didn't even know I was going to Chicago. <laughs> And she was in Chicago. So it was that there were just too many inconsistent stories that just made, it was funny though, because at the end of the day, what it made me feel like is look at all the trouble everyone's going to for me. So I felt good. So I, I hope that you don't feel bad because it didn't like, because it wasn't like top, top secret. I mean, like I said, I still didn't think it was going to be, I really thought I mean, we were going to go have the, a photo shoot. <laughs> yeah. At the end of the day, like actually that was like a last minute thought. Oh, okay. Cause I'm like, um, I'm like, okay, I need to actually explain why we're at Buckingham Fountain. Yeah. <laughs> Everything like that. So it's like, cause then it would be like weird. Like you're walk, we're walking up. I'm like, okay, you know, photography is in there somewhere. Yeah. And, um, I think for the most part, like I am grateful that like a lot of people were able to like keep that secret because it's like they've been holding on to it for a year. Yeah. Like, well, Drea more like two years because I talked to Drea about it. Before, I think it was before I even moved. Yeah, because Drea was asking me to go. Yes, because I went and got size for my ring before you moved here. Mm-hmm. Mind you, that means we were only dating for like maybe six months at that time. Mm -hmm. And I asked Dre to uh, like, yo, can you do me this favor? Help a brother out. I need to know a ring size, this, that, and the other. And then my mom, my mom was like, you know, she lost a lot of weight. So the ring might not fit. It might be too big. I'm like, I'm hoping, you know, it's not that going to go that way but you know either way we can go ahead and get a resize i gain weight i mean it just depends right like if you had (laughs) rose at the end of like around my birthday i was heavier i was i was i'm heavier now than i was Mm -hmm. then but i was thinking about it when we first met i'm i'm i've only gained weight since we've been together i mean i've lost some but the lightest i was is when we first started dating like that's like I was probably like in like I was probably like 172 then I mm-hmm. am at least 30 pounds heavier than when we first started dating but that's not the point um so I mean the ring fits so yeah I mean no my mom like was trying to make sure I thought of every different aspect and everything like because like 
Um, like I include my mom on the ring on the ring plans and everything. I'm like, so I want to get this one, and um, she was like, yeah, that's very very nice and everything like that. And she was like, oh, but this is also when I started talking to your sister about. It. So I included your mom, my mom, your sister, I believe Evie, Lauren, and uh, Megan, and then um. Like anytime when I walked out to go talk on the phone, it was normally because like, let's see, British hit me up mm-hmm. and whatnot. And it's like, that was also the day I found out British was going to be able to make it and oh, stuff okay. like that. Cause she was really originally supposed to come here yeah. with my god sister. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, it was a whole interesting unfolding yeah. because like, I think like this is probably the most, I hate to say stressed out, but I was stressed out because yeah. like um I like things to go in a certain way. Like so when like even when your uh, sister told or sent me a message that Buckingham Fountain wasn't even flowing. Oh yeah. I was like, Oh, okay. Is that what And Jesus- it really is like that weekend the water turned off. Yeah, that like Saturday. A few, yeah, yeah, a few days later. But um <laughs> it was like it was but I'm grateful that though, like I had those people there to be able to bounce ideas off of yeah. and stuff like that. Um, have backup plans because like weather was unpredictable. It kept saying like we were checking weather like two months in advance. Yeah, we have better <laughs> weather in Chicago than we had here in Houston though, oh, that yeah. week. That's true. Like it was raining here, like like thunder, flooding, everything, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and. It had gotten up to 88 degrees in Chicago and then got cold the following week. Yeah. So, it was could have stayed a little bit longer. Maybe it would have stayed warm. Yeah. It was perfect. Like, it was, um, it was interesting. So, like, back in, like, okay, so a general timeline, like, yeah, I asked uh, Drea for your ring size back in like 2019. Uh And then for our one year anniversary, we wrote letters to each other um, as like our, like we're supposed to open them like next year and stuff like that. My letter included her proposal. Like, so I don't, I didn't fully remember what I wrote in the beginning. I just knew in the end it asked, will you marry me? And um, I thought about putting a yes box, no box, maybe box, <laughs> but I'm like, nah, let's just let that be. But um and then over time, that's when like all the planning started really happening. I talked to your sister about it. And then um, the day I went to go get barbecue, uh, pick up the barbecue mm-hmm. uh, from the other mm-hmm. side of town, that's when I asked for your mom. And Where's the remote? Oh. Am I saying it's in your pocket? Sorry, guys, that was my alarm <laughs> telling me I should be waking up right about now. Anyway, that's why you ain't press the button, right? <laughs> anyway, but um, oh yes, okay. So the day that I went to go pick up barbecue for us, um, that's the day, um. I was able to talk to your mom and your sister and everything like that. So I asked uh, both of them for your hand in marriage. I was like, 
Because so well, because originally I wanted to do it in person, mm-hmm. and so I was gonna do it like the day before, um, like the 18th. Mm-hmm. And then originally before that, when I was supposed to go home in April, like mm-hmm. last year, mm-hmm. I was going to do it then. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I was like, you know, I don't want to wait to do that. Um, like wait until I get there to do it. So I just FaceTimed him and just asked. And then um, from there, it was just planning, planning, planning. So <clears throat> I, anybody who knows me knows that I'm, a, I'm an observer of people. Right. And so I know you were saying like my sister was like getting frustrated because she's like this girl, like getting frustrated with Mm. me. But I was just being myself. And I think people had to realize because I'm not in on the plans, me being me, I just have questions. I'm I'm not the person that you're going to be able to be like, hey, yeah, go do this and not have questions because I need to know, am I going to make it back? What condition am I going to make it back in? Why are we doing this? So when people make say like, let's just do this. Tell me why you think this makes the most sense so that like sell me on the idea. So people are getting frustrated because I'm being myself and they're trying to keep things under wraps, but they don't know how to either lie well or they haven't fully thought out a story in some instances. But there were small things that people did and it's okay. It's just funny, which again, it didn't lead me to know exactly what was happening, but it made me know that actual plans were happening. So you did this one time months ago. Like, I don't remember when. It may have been the end of last year or very beginning of this year. I talked to your mom mm-hmm. on my own accord. Like, we we FaceTime or we be on the phone, whatever. You don't talk to my mom like that. You don't have that kind of relationship. Mm-hmm. But... I mentioned being on the phone with my mama and saying something. And then you said, and why does she hold the phone like at the bottom? Like, so you could like see up her nose. Mm -hmm. You would only know that if you had FaceTime, talk to my mother on the phone. (laughs) But I didn't say anything. So when you said that, cause I was just like, yeah, my mama would like, she was saying whatever. And you was like, yeah, your mama. And, And I was talking about something like, I think I might have been talking about how she holds the phone. And I said, I don't know why she holds the phone like that. And you're like, yeah, why does she hold the phone like at the bottom where you could like see up her nose? And it may, and she does. I always mess with her about holding the phone like an old person. <laughs> like she don't know technology. Mm-hmm. And it's so funny because you said it. And I'm like, oh, so you talked to my mama? But I just said it in my head. Because me thinking like he ain't gonna be able to lie. So I tried not to talk, mention anything that I thought to you because mm-hmm. I would be able to see it on your face. Mm. So I opted, my thought was like, how I knew I could help was just not to ask questions, ask you questions, right? Mm. And even like small stuff, like my sister would be like, um, I mean, you know, I talk about marriage and all kind of stuff. She never like flinched at it. And then I'm like, you know, I mean, when I get married, she's like, oh, you get married? When you kind of that exaggerated thing Evie was Mm. doing and I was just like y'all so full of beans Mm. (laughs) (laughs) like and the only other thing that made me think something may have been happening when we went home is when I did call my mom because I wasn't going to tell my mom at first I just told my sister and then I was like oh I'm gonna tell mama and she was just like okay and I was like mom guess what and I was like she's like what I was like I'm coming home and she was like when and I told her she was like okay I hadn't seen my mother since Christmas of 2019. 
I was calling her, telling her I was coming home in six <clears> weeks. And she was just, she, she looked like she knew already. She was just like, so she knew I was coming home. And so that was like, oh, somebody. Yeah. And it could, my thought was, oh, my sister could have told her mm -hmm. that I was coming home. But Katala had just told me that mama didn't know. So when I told her, like, oh, you know, she's like, I thought you were going to surprise her. And I was like, well, no, I'm going to tell her that I'm coming because I'm telling everybody else I'm coming. She's like, okay. So she didn't even say, oh, well, girl, I already told her she was coming. Mm. So, and my mama wasn't like, and I know my mom. She was like, oh, my God, I get to see my pumpkin. Because that's how my mom is. If if I see, if I tell my mama, like, I'm going back home next week. If I tell her, like, you know, if I hadn't told her, and she was like, oh, my God, even though she saw me three weeks ago. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> she was like, oh, okay. And I was like, oh, you know, you already knew I was coming. Yeah. So somebody told you that I was coming already. I think I forgot who told me. It was either Megan or Katala that told me, like, yeah, your, uh, your mom basically needed to be more surprised. Yeah, she was. Uh, it was Katala, I think it was, because she's like, yeah, I think Dunnish might be figuring out some because uh, mama wasn't didn't have the right reaction or something like that. But um, it was like over the course of time, it was like trying to like even my mom. It was a long time to keep for people to keep the secrets. They did good. Every, all they, things considered, but it was like because even with my mom, like okay, so the the event that was supposed to happen. Um, oh, you faked me out good on that because I still thought that there was an event. Like up until like the day after the proposal, and you're like, I had oh. to remember and like, when there I got was home. no event. I was like, oh no! Uh, I had to remember when I got home that day, like to not get on social media and like display my whereabouts and everything like that. Because mm. um, okay, so my mom like my mom does a lot of literary stuff, and she's always win winning awards and always doing all different kinds of stuff so it wouldn't have been you know out of reach to say that my mom was going to win an award and it's from the 17th through the 19th um because originally i was like yo like we're gonna have to probably do this on the 18th and make it just make it happen because like 19th she ain't gonna go for me oh yeah because i was trying to go to mexico yeah or like even if we did come home like and oh, i was yeah. about to say oh i forget um, I have to present my mom on this day. Oh, that yeah, probably wouldn't have went well. I mean, I would have gone, but I would not. I would have been. I would have been in a kind of pissy mood. But you would have just been at the at Buckingham Fountain, huh? You would just you would have just been at Buckingham Fountain. Yeah, but I'm saying <clears> if if you had told me that that's what we were doing on our anniversary, mm -hmm. I would have been in a pissy mood until yeah. then. Then I would have felt bad because I was in a pissy mood. And it, so oh, shoot. We, the way it went is much better. Yeah, we we <laughs> tried to think of everything that could possibly go wrong. But, um, so, I told my, I told Danisha that I have to be home to give this award to my mom because I'm the only one, I'm the one that's presenting it. Um, they pay for my airfare, which they didn't. Uh, so this event was fake. It was. I didn't not. know that part. I knew the not the airfare part because hmm. we booked our tickets together. Well, and you use I your said points. that that's where I got the money from. No, we use points from the trip we canceled. Because then we went I through the whole to, thing oh, with I the points. The that. Yeah, you ain't tell me that. Um, but so the event was fake. Um, and my mom and I would talk about creating a flyer, creating an event, right? And stuff like that. Uh, <laughs> so it was, it was hilarious. And then once everything started happening, like as far as like Tulum and all that stuff and started discussing 
like after a while i was like i i actually i called katala either text message or or i called her i was like you know what i'm we might have to just scrap these chicago plans because she ain't budging on this uh Tulum thing man <laughs> and i'm gonna just have to uh get on the zoom with y'all and uh just do the proposal over all over zoom and she's like man she is fucking our plans up <laughs> And it was, I, it was hilarious. I mean, at the end of the day, I loved everything about it. I also would have loved if it was me and you in Mexico and everybody Zoom because I would have been in Mexico. So, but I, <clears throat> I'm happy I got to see my family. I'm happy everything went the way it went. It yeah. went very well. So I don't want people to feel like even if it had gone a different way, it would have messed up the plans. I, I think it's just, I love that, you know, the thought was, you know, she likes a, a thing, like she'd want a thing and, and everybody there. And it was super nice and it was a lot, you know? And I'm like, you know, I love that. I love that kind of stuff. I like, but I never want you to feel like, I don't want you to be stressed out and like, you gotta do, because I'm also like, I like intimate moments. I like things that, you know, I, I like to be what I call public private. I'm very selective about what I put. So I put enough things about my life out there that people think they know a lot about me, but mm. there are tons of things that no one knows that I don't share with people. But the way that I make, I think the way that I'm able to share stuff, it makes people feel like they know me and they're close to me. Mm -hmm. So everyone's like, she's going to want this whole big grandiose thing, which I enjoyed. I never want to take that away. I loved it. But it does not mean I would not have been equally as amazed and awe <clears throat> about something that was just the two of us. Because for me, especially in a relationship, what I've learned and what I'm continuing to learn is the you and me part is the most important. True. Everything else is cool. It's it's cool to have, but you and I are the most important. But uh, I think for the most part like okay the reason why i want like okay the original original plans even before we got to the whole chicago part was to do it in nashville mm -hmm. um at fisk university which is where we met um and then it was like trying to figure out how is everybody going to get there mm -hmm. so it made more sense for us to for me to um just do it in chicago because like our family is already there people who are out of state including us it's easy for us to travel there and we're pretty much more familiar with everything that is there mm -hmm. i mean even though chicago didn't change a little bit but um it was easier for us to get there mm -hmm. than it was for us to try to figure out everybody getting to um nashville and hotels and flight and all that stuff it just it just made more sense so while i was like at my like as far as like even with tulum i was like okay backup plan you know figuring this out and stuff like that and then you um you said that you like let's just do it in chicago mainly like i mean we could have we could have definitely still just did something in tulum it just but my thing was if we would like, I, I was glad that you said like, we should just go ahead and just, or agreed that we should just go ahead and stay it out in Chicago. Because like, I figured 
that you wouldn't have had enough time to celebrate with like we would have been hopping right back right back on the flight just to go to Tulum and everything. I'm like, okay, you're gonna wanna like see your friends, you're gonna wanna hang out and celebrate and stuff like that. So I was grateful that we decided to just do the whole thing in Chicago. I would have also left them to go to Mexico. <laughs> No, but it was good to like be able to see everybody and spend time and and kind of uh, get every you know have everything happen at one time. So we went to dinner. Um, <laughs> we had some steaks, so we had a scarf down. But <laughs> then you were telling me like, oh, we're gonna go do. He told me that we're gonna go have a photo shoot. Um, and so that was the 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 premise that we used, and we're gonna have it at Buckingham Fountain, mm-hmm. and um, we ended up. A walking it was funny because we walked over um he like helped me put my shoes back on because i had taken my shoes off because my feet were hurting and he was like well because i told the, his friend um who's gonna do the photography he's like i told him to like catch pictures of us coming in and then i saw a group of people like on the other side of the fountain as we were walking that uh they had like balloons and all kind of stuff (laughs) and i was like oh somebody's having a celebration thinking like you know a lot of times if you're not familiar buckingham fountain is this big fountain um in grant park in downtown chicago where uh people often do things i've seen people get married there Mm -hmm. people do photo i've done a photo shoot with a group of friends there Mm -hmm. before People like will have like little small celebrations, balloon releases, all kinds of stuff that people do. So it was not out of, it was a lot quieter than normal. But one, it was a Wednesday. Yeah. Um. Two, it was not super hot, but it was nice it out. It was nice. Yeah. Uh, but it was a little cloudy, and the fountain wasn't on yet. So the fact that it wasn't crowded didn't surprise me. Uh, and Chicago unlike Houston, still has COVID restrictions Mm -hmm. and a lot of places, well, had, I think they just lifted them, but they had COVID restrictions in terms of like a lot of people being in in places, everything was closing at nine o'clock. It was a whole thing. So I was like, okay. Um, And I was just like, oh, somebody must be doing like a C-16 or something like that. And then this one goes, or a funeral. I I couldn't think of balloon release. He's like, and I was like, okay, why a funeral? That's pretty morbid. And then we kept going. And then as we got closer and we're like looking all around, I'm looking at all other people and we're talking. Mm -hmm. And as we get closer and we start getting close to that group, I picked out my sister's silhouette because she has a very distinct silhouette. (laughs) But it's funny because my grandmother used to always say when I would walk, my grandma would be like, I know you coming from a mile away because you have a very distinct walk. Mm -hmm. So my sister has a very distinct silhouette, um, especially like from like her haircut and everything. So then her butt and and I was just like, you know, sometimes like, does that match? Um, And I was like, is that my sister? And then I was like, why is my sister at the funeral? Because now you got funeral in my head. And I saw the group start walking closer to us. And then next to my sister, I picked out my mom. Mm-hmm. And I was like, is that my mother? And I'm like, what's happening? You were just like, keep walking. And then I was like, oh my God, what's going on? Then my heart started beating. And then I was like, is that your mom? So then I was like, oh. And so when I saw your mom, then I was like, he's going to propose to me. And then <laughs> so, he was like, Kevin. I and then like, I was like, Kevin, because Kevin was doing the Zoom thing, mm-hmm. right? So 
Then when the group got up on me, well, then by the time my mom and my sister had came, they was throwing rose petals at us, mm-hmm. purple rose petals, and our hugging it. It was so exciting to see everybody. And then when after I hugged my sister, my mom, and your mom, and I looked at the group and I saw everybody. And mm-hmm. I think I said something like my whole life is here because it was just like all my friends from Chicago, plus people who have flown in. British was still British was there. Uh, Hannah, Brittany, Paige. I was just like, what is happening? And I was like, okay, I know what's happening. I was just like, so I was excited, but I ain't gonna lie, my anxiety was like run. <laughs> What's that, you know, like on the TikTok video, they're like, duh, 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 duh. run. <laughs> That's how I felt. I was just like, what if I just ran? And I was like, fuck, you made me put these shoes back on. Mm. I'm not going to make it. Mm. <laughs> I'm not going to make it. Because um, it was just <clears throat> very overwhelming, but it was so beautiful. Then, you know, he got down on one knee. Um, and it's so funny because I remember it, but I don't remember like exactly what you said. I know at the end you said, will you be my wife? You didn't say like, will you marry me? You said like, will you do me the honor of being my wife? And I said, yes. And then it was so funny because I felt like I, my eyes were getting watery. I wanted to like pass out, but I like wasn't crying, crying. Like my eyes are watery, but I wasn't crying. And then maybe like 15 minutes later, we we're just like talking. And then I was just like, we were like just, you know, conversing with our friends. And I was just talking to somebody regular. <laughs> crying it came late it was mm. like delayed tears they were mm. like oh sorry sorry did we miss it <laughs> <laughs> my tears were like do are we too late <laughs> they were like we're here yeah it was it was interesting it was good i was like um i think once i actually said or asked and everything like that like it was i'm like okay this is real <laughs> Um, only because like, you know, like you envision some things happening, but at the same time, like once, once it actually happens, then it it makes it much more real. Yeah. Like, um, still grab like getting around the fact that I'm, that we're engaged. Yeah. Um, only because like, so, only some things feel like they changed and a lot of stuff doesn't feel like it has. Um, because like we still are not necessarily in our same routine but at the same time like it just seems like you know we're talking about joint bank accounts and stuff like that we're talking about wedding plans we've upped the ante a little bit we already lived together yeah, so, so there are a lot of our life together that we already did but it it seems like it's being much more solidified if you yeah. know what i mean um yeah. Because, like, you know, boyfriend and girlfriend, like, you know, you could break up at any time and stuff like Like, technically, you can break up at any time now. But it just seems like, you know, like you're making that plan to be together forever. Mm-hmm. And that's what makes it much more concrete. Yeah. I mean, it always takes me back to something my therapist had said, like, last year when she, you know, <clears throat> when we were living together. And she's just like, you know... We'll get, and I was talking to her about wanting to get married. And she asked, will getting married, what would it change in your day-to-day life? And she's like, and I was like, not a lot. She just meant like in your routine. 
what it's what not, would being married, what would it change? I don't think the routine would and change. It was, yeah. Right, because we like, we already live together. We live our lives. But I mean, clearly there yeah. are definitely things in terms of like, like you said, like when you're merging finances, when it's, when it's, I mean, and it doesn't have to change. We can define what our marriage looks like for us. Right. So it doesn't have to look like anything that anybody else does. If we decide to continue to pay our bills like we pay our bills, that is fine. Like, you know, we don't have, but I get, and I think the other part is in a cis heteronormative relationship where the man proposes to the woman, I'm probably way more conscious of being engaged because I have the ring. So I'm like, where my ring is. So I, I'm always looking. So like, I can always see like a reminder. And it's interesting because now that I'm back and working in the office and I'm interacting with people and they're seeing me. So I just talk, you know, I talk with my hands clearly, you know, I've karate chopped you a few times already today. Um, (laughs) you know, people are like, what's that? Like, oh, you're getting married. So even when I was in zoom meetings, like people notice the notice it. So it is a lot more present for me. Um, definitely like a reminder. I mean, just things I do when I take a shower, like to take it off and like, you know, put it, I put it in the box and I take a shower and then lotion up and then remember to put it back on when I was washing dishes last night. Like I was like washing and I was like, okay, I'm going to like pick up like scrub pots. Let me take my ring off. So like, I'm very conscious of when I'm wearing it. Um, I mean, of, of the engagement and of getting married because I have the symbolism mm-hmm. of that whole thing. Um, maybe when we get married and you have the wedding ring, then be flashing there, like, mm. yeah, yeah. You see that? Although right? right now we're literally talking about wedding stuff every day. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> at some point, and I don't, I don't know if I want that to happen now because it's still. Fr- fairly fresh i think at some point we'll have to level level it off and be like all right we need like wedding free days so these are the days like no wedding wednesday it's like still these are the kinda, days it's gonna we, be kind of hard to do we that. don't talk about the wedding that's gonna be kind of hard to do it's mean, like it's like every day is counting and yeah. stuff like that so it's not I, i'm not saying like we shouldn't i'm just saying like it's hard for me to not, not look at the plans yeah. right as, yeah. as it is right I mean, now. that's what I'm saying. I think right now it's still too new, fresh. It's still exciting, right? And as stressful as it can be and has been even already in three weeks, even though we're not getting married for another year, I think that I still want to be <clears> very <throat> cognizant to make it fun. Even when it's like, okay, we Cake. were putting our guest list together and not even thinking about it, like you think, okay, we want X amount of guests. And it legit, I was just standing here and it dawned on me. And I was just like, hey, he's like, what? I was like, we didn't add ourselves to the guesses. He's like, what? And I'm like, we didn't add ourselves to the guesses. And he's like, why would we? And I'm like, cause we're gonna eat. And every plate that you plan on paying for, you have to count and your guests count. So if we're saying we only want 75 people, we are part of that 75 people, meaning we should only have 73 other guests. Mm-hmm. Now, some people were like, oh, people didn't include their wedding party. I Clearly, I included my our wedding party in that number, but I didn't include us. And we were capped. So technically, 
And now I think the new thing now is this plus one business Mm. because it's should you give people a plus one? Because we definitely have people that we have invited because they are a couple. They're either married or serious in a serious long term relationship, Mm -hmm. like living together and things like that. But I think as it stands, we've only invited couples that we have relationship with the couple. We don't have any like, I don't know this person, right? So it might be like one of my best friend and her husband, but it's like, I know her husband, they've been married for, you know, shoot at that point, it'd be almost 10 years, mm-hmm. you know, like, okay. Or, you know, like Kevin and Kelsey, right? Mm-hmm. Like, but like, they're both your friends. Like Kevin is your friend, but you're, you know, Kelsey, like we've interact with them. Or like John and Lizelle, who like we've gone on a couple's trip with them. So it's like, and then there are some people who they might be in relationships, but I don't know their partner Mm. or like you don't know their partner. And you might be in a relationship with this person, but it's like, maybe I just met this person one time and. Although I get it, because like, I, you know, me, I'm a researcher, so I just look at all these wedding blogs. I'm a part of these wedding groups already, and these bridal <laughs> groups. And so everybody is like, and I ain't going to lie, a lot of it is from a white perspective. So I consider that, right? Because mm. I just were like, we just give everybody plus ones. And at X amount of dollars a plate, I ain't going to tell you how much because we ain't picked our venue, but I got the number in my head. At X amount of dollars a plate, do I want someone that I do not know that you don't know? It's Mm -hmm. one thing for me to not know them, but they're a close friend of yours or vice versa. But do I want somebody at my wedding that I don't know and I'm about to pay, let's just say $100 because it's a round number. Do I pay $100 Mm -hmm. to feed this person? And so the whole thing is like, well... If you're going to have people to come to your wedding, especially because people, the majority of our guests are traveling because we are getting married in Houston. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want them to like be, some people say like bored or do you want them to, uh, is it fair that, you know, they don't know anybody? And so, and I say this and I want people to know that I don't just say this as a future bride, but I say this as a a person who has been a bridesmaid a number of times, who has been a wedding guest a number of times. It's about the couple. It is not about everybody else. And if somebody invites me to their wedding, for me to think that I could not be by myself for four hours, or I couldn't, if somebody invited me to a wedding and they only gave me my invitation and they didn't give you. And it's a person who I'm very close to and they really want me to come, but they can't afford a plus one for me to be like, well, I'm not going to go because my fiance can't go. It's to me is crazy because can I not enjoy this person and celebrate their moment for four or five hours without Feeling like, well, if you don't invite my fiance, I'm not coming. Or if I can't have a plus one or I don't know nobody. And now I say that as a person who is on the spectrum, maybe a little more extroverted. So yeah, I might go. But I also could just sit there and eat my food. and ha- Because I think about it sometimes when people bring a plus one, especially when you're a plus one of a bridal party member. Mm-hmm. And you that person not sitting with you. 
I mean, then they got to sit at a, a table with people they don't know. Mm-hmm. I feel like with that, like I've been to a couple of weddings where like I'm just guests and everything like that, or plus one. That that's pretty much all I've been there for. <laughs> but it's like you know, I mean. Don't get me wrong. I, I appreciate the couple and uh, the fact that they got married and everything like that. But where the cake at? See, you're just concerned about cake, right? No, it's just, I'm like, yo, like, I get it. Like, you got, like, much more power to you. I love you guys for having me and stuff like that. You know, I'm going to throw a little, uh, they, we can't throw rice. No, right? it blows the birds up. That's why people do bubbles. Yeah. So I'm like, you know, like I'm I'm grateful that I'm there for the celebration and everything like that. But it's like like or even when um like the wedding that I did enjoy was Tiny's. Mm-hmm. Um I enjoyed being there because like, you know, it it was a very, very nice wedding. Mm-hmm. Um but in like a lot of other different weddings and stuff that I've been to, I'm like, mm, where the cake at? Mira Sofa, and she had good cake. She had really good cake. She had good cake. I <clears throat> I feel a lot of things. Like I don't want to get stressed out about inviting people. Um, but I also <laughs> look, we're seeing how much weddings cost. Duh. <laughs> and I do not want to go broke for a wedding. And when you think about, oh, we're just gonna add five people. But if it costs $100 a plate, that is $500 to add five people. So it's not insignificant. And look, I believe in manifestation, abundance, got a new job coming, making more money. We're we're working on it. But all that money is not to go, that money is to make sure we have a good life. M- more money is not to all put into one day. Mm. I'm, I like nice things, but I do not want to put all of our money into one day. And I definitely don't want to put it to invite people. I, I'm being very like screwed because we sent out like a link for it to collect addresses. And I keep telling him, and I'm not joking, because we request people's addresses does not mean we have to invite them. I think it just gives us a better look. And I hope that people who end up not getting invited are a lot, are understanding of, everything. I personally would want to invite more people that we have interacted with here because at least we know they probably can make it. it. Also because we're having a weekday wedding. Yeah. So more so than some of the people out of town. And I know it's hard and, and it's not pleasant, but I really, I'm charging us and we don't have to do it today because we have time. We haven't been booked a venue. We have time. But to really look at our guest list and say, why am I inviting this person? Right. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to invite anyone out of obligation. And am I going to have a good time with this person? Clearly, we're going to be spending a lot of time together. We're not going to have time to thoroughly interact with all. But is this person going to bring joy to the day? Is this person, there are family members that I have not invited because the answer to that question is no. The answer to that question is no. The answer to the question is they bring more drama than joy. Yeah. The answer to that question is they're going to feel a way they act, they're going to make this about them. And so respectfully stay where you are. Love us from over there. And I know sometimes people 
view me in that light as like that's a callous thing to have or it's not compassionate or it's not sensitive. I also tell people, if you are adamant about being at our wedding and you feel a way, my cash app is dollar sign Donisha Moss. Send us $100 and you've got a guaranteed spot. And I know that's not tactful like or said, whatever, tickets. whatever. You know what I'm saying? I told you I've had a person saying whatever I need no, to I do. Oh, you saw? She's saw like, it. whatever I need to do, I was you like, know. Since I don't need to bless the cash app because I want to attend this event. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I'm not telling people they need to pay to come to our wedding. But what I'm saying is I have not been invited to weddings because people had a very strict guest count. So I'm top. Ouch. So I'm kind of tottering between those two things. Like one, I want people to be respectful of our budget. And as much as I'd be like, oh, we could go five more. I really, really, really want, I want us to be under the 75 people. Because realistically, I think about the last year, I think about all the time, how many, I, I, I just want to, I, I don't want it to be like, oh yeah, I'm inviting this person because we're trying to reach this cap or we're inviting this person. But like inviting people that we haven't seen <laughs> in years, take the take 2020 out because you ain't seen, no, ain't seen nobody. Take 2020 out. People who I haven't seen since 2013, okay, you're not invited. Like, it, people who, I have people who were my best friends in high school, but we don't interact as adults. You were my best friend in college. You were really close in college. But since we've, we, I graduated from college 12 years ago hmm. <laughs> at this point. So, because we were really close in college, but we don't interact today in a capacity, if you're not a member of one of my group chats, if you don't check in on me, if I don't check in on you, if we're not past a Merry Christmas text, or maybe a birthday text, and we can't, if we can't comfortably talk on the phone to each other, I don't want to invite you. Mm. And I, I hope, and I want to encourage you when we reevaluate the guest list later to look at it with that kind of a critical eye, like, because I think it should be that. I think it, I think we shouldn't have people that we don't interact with on that level. And and also because the people have a plus one, I also I look at it this way. Like there are coworkers that I have, and I've only like invited three. And even though I've met like some of like I've met one of my coworkers' spouse, we've hung out with them before. But it's like you don't need your plus one because y'all three know each other. So I look at it that way too. As every and you know everybody's like your bridal party, everybody should have a plus one. But I'm like my bridal party, either their spouse is coming because we know their spouse, or they are also best friends. So like if I if 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 Evie and Lauren didn't each get a plus one, but they are my best friend, but they're also each other's best friend. Also, they're my bridal party. Y'all got a different focus. And I say that, no, I, like I said before, I know people are like, oh, you're the bride, so you're feeling like it's got to be about you, but I'm also that type of bridesmaid. I am the bridesmaid that's... Now, people have given me plus ones. You went to the wedding with me year before last as my plus one. I, I always... I think it's amazing when people invite people that they don't know. And they're like, you know, and this is a person who I'm not super close with, but we're, you know, we're close. I never met her husband until the wedding. And then, you know, I brought you along, but I would have gone by myself if I didn't have a plus one. Mm -hmm. 
because it's to me about celebrating you and I ain't got to be the life of the party. And, you know, and I mean, her people was live, so it was a good time, but I've, I mean, I've been a bridesmaid where I couldn't have a plus one and I've also been a bridesmaid where I brought my plus one, but my plus one couldn't sit at the table with me for dinner because you sit with your bridal party, your bridal mm. party tr- traditionally sits together. And then if you have a plus one, then they're sitting at the plus one table. So now everybody's like, bring your plus one, but my plus one has to sit at a table without me while we eat and we don't get to interact until later on mm. in the ceremony. And now they got to sit with a table with people that they don't know. Right. So just kind of keeping all of those things in mind, um, you know, and my focus is on the bride. Like also, like I said, when I had a plus one as a member of the bride party, I didn't spend any time with them. Like mm-hmm. because I'm in the back. We taking pictures. We're like, especially even during the cocktail hour, like the bridal party is taking pictures and everything. So I didn't get to entertain my plus one as as a member of the bridal party. So ultimately I'm like, we only have so many invitations to give out. Weddings are expensive. We're not going broke for this wedding. I refuse. I I shut all this shit down. I refuse to be broke for this wedding. We will go to a courthouse first. We will not live outside of our means. We Our wedding will be paid off by our wedding date. We are with maybe $500 in something for a credit card, maybe. But we're not going out of our wedding and, you know, six months later still paying for it. Mm. And I know people who years later were still paying for their wedding. You know, it's one thing to have to be like, okay, I had to, I've had to put $500, $1,000 of this last minute thing on a credit card. So we have to pay that off in the next two months, but I'm not going to be paying for this wedding for the rest of 2022. Like we're not doing that. We have a lot of more life to live. We want to travel because we ain't traveling now in preparation for the wedding. Uh, we trying to have babies happy mom I'm just kidding <laughs> so we got other things to pay for and I don't want to go broke for the wedding and honestly as much as I love people I, there are other things that I'd rather put money into to make the guests who come have a good time right get that 360 uh photo booth I'd rather spend 500 <laughs> on that than spend it on feeding people like five other people who like I don't know I would rather spend $500 on a reception dress. I'd rather upgrade your ring that like, you know what I'm saying? Like I would rather put that money to us and to really having a, you know, they talk about getting the, like you talk about the bouncy house, like, you know, the, the wedding bounce. I would rather put more money into fun stuff. We want to have like a brunch. I would rather put more money into having a bomb brunch for our wedding party the day after the wedding, then invite five people to, to plus one some people, mm. right? So again, I'm not going to get stressed out about it. We also realize everybody that we invited won't necessarily be able to come. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm at some point going to really scrutinize the guest list um, and 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 we'll do that together. And we'll see what we come up with. But not to be stressed about it. I feel like every five seconds I have to remind myself, don't be stressed out. Don't be stressed out. Don't be stressed out. Because 
I really want us to enjoy this time. I want us to enjoy the process. That's why I keep thinking like maybe we should go to the thing. We can look at our budget and see if we can go to the thing on Sunday. Because I want us to do fun wedding stuff too. Like I want to, it's the fashion show. I think there's going to be cake. I want us to do stuff like that too because I want us to do the fun wedding stuff, right? Mm -hmm. Um, We've seen a venue that we love. Um, And we just need to pay for it. And it was actually... Yeah, it was reasonable. It was pretty reasonable. Especially for what it is. And we thought, and I think, I don't know if it's also because we thought it was going to be way more expensive than it turned out to be, but I thought it was going to be much more expensive. Remember that one oh, yeah, place yeah, I yeah. showed you and it was like something where it was like $39,000 and you were like, what? Remember? Sandal. What? No, I think it was Astor Gardens. Something like that. It was something else. But I showed you, you were like, what? And I was like, that's all inclusive. You were like, what does it include? And it was like almost 40 grand. And I thought- That's a house. Yes. I thought that that was going to line somewhere along those lines and it didn't. So- um, Or not, not, that's a down payment for a house. Yeah. So, and it did. So I was just really excited about it. And that's another thing, right? We want a house. We have other things to go. So I want us to stick to the budget that we have decided. So I'm just glad like- we have a wedding plan. Uh, we have a wedding because plan. I don't like as much as you are a planner and everything like that. I think it's helpful, like because I mean, you know, I agree with a lot of stuff. Like I'm like, yeah, that's that's cool. That looks pretty. I'm like, is it pretty? I don't know. <laughs> you are much more into that than I am. Uh-huh. But you have somebody to bounce those ideas off of. Like, and at least I can ask questions about stuff like because like the majority of my questions are going to be financial and what's included yeah (laughs) he kept asking that lady is that including taxes and fees (laughs) (laughs) i know that lady at the venue was like i wish this man stopped asking me but he was just like but is this with the taxes and fees ma'am well because like that's the thing like when it comes to like my mom does this event planning stuff like i and more power to her um I've been in places where like, you know, like I'm over here thinking this one price and everything like that. And this, you know, it's like an extra $200 and everything. I'm like, what happened to this? Yeah. Why is it that? Taxes. Especially when you look at anybody who's planned a wedding before (laughs) and you look at like what the beverage prices are. And a lot of the venues that we're looking at, whatever their beverage package is per person. And then there's a 24% like tax on it. So you're literally, so it, it would be like, say it was $100, it'd be actually $124. But you're talking about something that is like, there are packages where they're like $30 a person to drink, to drink, drink alcohol, water. right? $30. <laughs> and you know, one thing I will say is that we, we're considering the guests we bring, especially because our guests are, again, majority traveling out mm, of town. Yeah, I wouldn't make it a cash bar. Yeah, like, just because I'm just like it you're here, sense. you can have a drink. But also, I'm also the person like this is the other person. I don't criticize other people's weddings for a lot of stuff unless it's like oh, like I didn't enjoy your food or something like that. But in terms of how you do things, because I've had uh, people who got married and like they had, I, I I thought about that signature drink idea. I really love that. Um, some people have had dry weddings. And I'm not a huge drinker, so I could just have a Diet Coke and be perfectly content and not have liquor. Honestly, the majority of the time, I'm not even going to finish 
the whole drink that mm. I have at a wedding. But I know that I'm in the minority in that. that a lot of people want to drink more. Um, but I, I never want to get, especially if I drove, like I don't want to get drunk and, mm-hmm. and like that kind of thing. So I'm cognizant um, of that kind of thing. But people, sh- for the money we're going to pay, y'all better get lit. Have a great time. Um, we're not encouraging you to drive drunk, but. There's free valet at the venue we Uber. want. You can park. Uh, you can leave your car there overnight so you can Uber back to your hotel. We've already thought about this. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. So there's probably going to be more wedding conversations and coming episodes. But we wanted to tell y'all that we is getting Murray. <laughs> Anything else, baby? Mm-hmm. Beyonce? Uh-huh. Um, that's all I get for there. All right, guys. Thank you for joining us for another episode of If It Isn't Love podcast. Um, mm-hmm. If you're not already, make sure that you're following us on social media at If It Isn't Love podcast on Instagram and Facebook. If It Isn't Love PO1 on Twitter. Maybe now with more wedding stuff, we'll tweet more. <laughs> um, we still have to start documenting and stuff like that, right? Oh, yeah. Documenting. I mean, I've been doing stuff on Instagram a little bit, but yeah, we want to start like kind of documenting our process and kind of like talking about our wedding planning journey and what that looks like. So I'm super excited. Um, If you have any questions or thoughts, uh, you can email us at if it is a love podcast at gmail.com. Um, we're going to have some a, a few episodes where we have guests. So we're looking into different types of series. So we'll be having some guests come um, and join us on the podcast. So getting some different kinds of content. Uh, we're trying to, we have a lot happening. So we're just trying to uh, stay on top of everything. And I don't, I really enjoy doing the podcast. I think from what I can tell, people really get a lot of it and I want to continue to grow it. And I know we've kind of been neglecting it a little bit. And so We'll get better, guys. a lot guys. has been happening. A lot has been happening. So we're going to get better, guys. But thank you for tuning in. And until next time, bye.